Alright, what's up everybody? I want to welcome you back uh, to this week's edition of the Extra Point. Uh, kind of come up with that little name. I mean, Atlanta was just talking. Uh, I think that's going to be our little name for our little segment uh, each week for college football. So we're going to jump right into it. Landon, what's up, man? How you doing? How you been doing this Slug week? Over. You having a good week so far? Yeah, waiting for college football to roll around this weekend. I know you anxious for Georgia to get back on the field since they were at, uh, off last week. So uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how they come back after the – because they, they played after they played Kentucky a couple weeks ago yeah. in, the, on the, in the little rain game. Didn't play their best game, but they ended up shutting them out. So we'll see how they come back, and we'll talk about that game soon. So we're going to jump right into it and talk about some of the games from last week. And then we're going to do, like I told you before, we're going to do uh, eight games this week, and we're going to pick them with the point spread and just talk about each game. All right, so I had the first one written down from week nine, uh, which was a shocker, Oklahoma and Kansas State. Uh, Oklahoma lost 41-48. I think that was a big a big shock to the college football world. And I don't know if Oklahoma's going to get in the playoff. You know, even if they win out, win the Big 12, it'd be, it'd be tough to put them in with a loss like that. Uh, but I guess we'll see what happens. So, did you get to watch any of that one? Or? Kansas State, they own the score. Didn't show how close that game was. Kansas State was had Oklahoma's number every way around it. Yeah, they did. They own them. And Oklahoma was down multiple possessions. Yeah. And they ended up scoring, and they kicked the onside kick. And they yeah. ended, they got the kick, it but they called it illegal touching. Uh by by Oklahoma, so they took it back, and the game was pretty much over. But like you said, that score, 41-48, was close. But I think Kansas State was up two scores the majority of the game. Uh, we kind of flipped over and watched the end of it. But I didn't get to – I didn't watch the entire game. But uh, let's see if I can look up some stats here um, from that game uh, for Hurts. But I, I hate that, because I'm a, I'm a fan of Jalen Hurts. Uh, I know you are too. Yeah. You're a Jalen Hurts guy. Uh, just the way he handled himself at Alabama, as far as like not being a bad teammate and and sticking it Coming out, back and staying, and saving them against us. Yeah, and it, exactly. Like he 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 got benched and he could have you know left or did whatever, but he stayed around. He could have pulled a Justin Fields. Yeah, yeah, and he but he stayed around, you know, and was a good teammate, and uh, he ended up you know helping Alabama pull off the SEC championship game. I mean, without him, they wouldn't have won. Yeah. Without him, they wouldn't have won. All right, let me pull up the stats here from Oklahoma and Kansas State. It'll load. All right, so Hurts had – see, Hurts, I mean, he threw for 395 yards but only one touchdown. And then he ran for 96, three touchdowns. Uh, let's see, how did Kansas State – Kansas State had a couple of shorter runs, a couple of longer runs. So it was like all, all Kansas State's touchdowns were runs. So they didn't have a passing touchdown the entire day. Uh, but, I mean, Hurt still put up his numbers and they just didn't come out on top. Uh, Oklahoma's always struggled with defense, though. Yeah. You know, uh, that's always been their issue, just like last year with Kyler Murray. I mean, their offense was explosive. Explosive, but they couldn't really stop anybody. Yeah. So uh, that was a big shock. Um, what you, you think Oklahoma can still get in if they went out, or I think, think they're done with. I think I think the committee seen all they need to see from them. Yeah, yeah. I think a loss like that's gonna hurt a team I like think Oklahoma. A power conference. I think Big Ten and a SEC one loss team, they might can ease their way back through and still yeah. get in. 
Yeah, I think definitely an SEC one loss is going to jump over an Oklahoma one, one loss. loss. Sure. So, uh, you know, I hate that for Hurts because I wanted to see Hurts on that big stage. Yeah. Uh, but Oklahoma, they just don't have enough defense, I don't think, to stop a whole lot of people. So, that was a shocker. Uh, next one I got on here is Wisconsin and Ohio State. Uh, I didn't get to watch it, but I know uh, – Justin Fields, he's a dog. He's rolling, man. He's rolling. And Wisconsin, you know, they kind of hit a – everybody thought Wisconsin was going to be, you know, really good. And they got a great running back, good defense. Yeah. But they um, ended up kind of piddling out against uh, – who did they lose to? Uh, Illinois. Illinois 24-23. Right, and that was, you know, a bigger shock than anything. And then Ohio State smacks them 38-7. Uh, I'm looking at the stats for that one here. Fields only threw for 167 yards, two touchdowns. But J.K. Dobbins had uh, 163 yards rushing with two touchdowns. So, uh, it's it's Ohio State's good. That's of offense. Yeah, they're really good. And they got one of the top defensive ends, Chase, if not the top. Chase Young. Yeah, Chase Young, if not the, the top defensive end in the, in the country. So, Ohio State, man, they I'm anxious to see how – or not anxious, but I'm interested to see how they do against Michigan and uh, – because we'll talk about Michigan in a second, but I'm just interested to see how they're going to stack up, uh, you know, in, in some of their bigger games. Because Ohio State's another one, you know, they, they win by a lot, but uh, if you look back on their schedule, I, I know they have a couple good wins, but for the most part, they haven't played any really powerhouse yeah. teams yet. So we'll see uh, how they stack up. But I definitely think Ohio State's the real deal. I don't think they're, you know, I don't think they're a, a bad team or they're like, just beating they're bad they're top teams. four for sure. Yeah, top four for sure right now. Um, so we'll we'll move on from that one. Uh, Penn State, Michigan State. I just want to mention them because Penn State's undefeated. They're rolling. That's another one. Penn State, Ohio State. But that'll be so. It, I think Ohio State's really going to be determine how they play against Penn State, Penn State and how they play against Michigan. You know what I mean? That's going to be their two big games. If they win those two, they're going to be probably one they could be probably number one in the if they if they end up winning the big ten and you know beating those two because uh, Alabama's kind of struggling a little bit right now so Ohio State you know they're rolling and they got their schedule set up where if they went out they're gonna be they're ready to go yeah top two so we'll see how that rolls so Penn State Michigan State uh Michigan State not not as good as they normally are but they're always gonna be solid on defense and a solid run game Penn State beat them 28-7. So, Penn State keeps rolling, and uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see how they do. You watch any of that one? Or? I, ain't, I ain't getting around that Yeah, one. I see. The thing about it, like, you can really only, like, our, we watch our teams. So, our teams are going to yeah. play either the afternoon window, the 12 o'clock window, or the night game. So, really, you got three games you can really watch. Yeah. You can watch a noon game. You can watch a 3.30 to 4 game. You can watch a night, and you can watch a night game. It was kind of hard last weekend. We had a homecoming dance right here. Yeah, at that's high right. School, so. That's right. So y'all, y'all didn't get to watch any night games. No, so we didn't. dance. Yeah, we had to watch LSU and Auburn at Sam Kendall's in Canada. So yeah. We, oh, okay. Well, that's a good time, man. Yeah, boy, about forty dollars <laughs> watching a little college football. Can't I, wrong with I always like going to watch games at other places with a with a group, though. It's yeah. always fun. So, uh, we'll, we'll uh, we'll move on to the next one. Uh, Texas and TCU. Uh, t- I mean, I don't know about Texas. I mean, Sam Ellinger, I-, I can tell him Longhorn, ain't, like he said last year in the bowl game, Longhorn Nation is back. And they ain't, 
Yeah, they ain't showed they it, right? They ain't back. Yeah, they they haven't showed it. So they ain't got uh, started yet the way it seems. No, so he, I mean, he said, I'm looking at the stats for that one. Sam Ellinger threw for 321, two touchdowns, but he had four picks. Ellinger had yeah. four picks, so I mean, you can't turn the ball over like that and win. Uh, and then they had a 70. They didn't even have a rusher that was over 100 yards. So I don't know much about TCU. I know they got a good coach. Gary Patterson's a good coach. He's always got them guys ready. But I don't think talent-wise they have what Texas has. I mean, Texas has talent, bottom line. I mean, you saw them play – you watch them play LSU, LSU yeah. and uh, they gave them all they wanted. You know, yeah. I, I thought Texas was really good that day and uh, just LSU was better. But I, I was surprised to see that Texas has dropped a few games that they probably should have won. Uh, but we'll kind of keep tabs on them also. Uh, next one, Minnesota and Maryland. Uh, Minnesota got P.J. Fleck. Uh, you know you know anything about P.J. Fleck? No, I don't watch. I okay, don't watch he, much. He, he's one of the up-and-coming coaches, and, and he's really kind of he's – a, he's a fired-up guy all the time. Uh, but he's got Minnesota undefeated uh, this far in the season. So, I'm, I'm – just because I like P.J. Fleck, I kind of keep up with them. I don't watch any of their games, really, but I keep up with how they do their scores and uh, stuff like that. So, I, they won 52 to 10 over Maryland, which I don't know how good Maryland is. It, didn't Maryland get a good win though earlier in the year against somebody? I, I, I think they might sit them upset somebody. Let me look it up and see, because I think Maryland, I think Maryland ended up getting a win. They probably weren't supposed to get against somebody. Hold on, let me look. And they got Michigan this week. I didn't put that on the picks, but that's who they play this week. Oh, they beat Texas. That's another one Texas lost. So, so Maryland beat Texas, and, and then Texas turns around and plays a good game against the LSU. You know, and uh, it's like, you know, it's, it's just crazy. But they – let's see who else they beat. Lost to Penn State pretty bad. Yeah, so, I mean – Texas is is crazy right now because I mean they got more talent than what they showing. All right, next one you might know a little bit about this one: Michigan and Notre Dame. We both picked Notre Dame, and we felt pretty. Com I mean, I felt pretty comfortable about that Notre Dame pick. And Michigan smacked some forty-five to ten or forty-five fourteen. Did you get to watch any? Did you watch any of that? I one? seen some of that. Shea Patterson, he owned Notre Dame. Yeah, Shea Patterson uh, had a big game, and then Ian Book. Uh, did Ian not. Book got got replaced in the second half by a backup quarterback. Right, and that's what shocked me about it. Uh, Ian Book had only had 73 yards passing, uh, and uh, they allowed Notre Dame's defense allowed a 150-yard rusher uh, by Haskins. And uh, even though Shea Patterson, he Shea Patterson only threw 12 times, so that shows you they. I mean, they pretty much ran the ball, play defense. If you throw the ball 12 times and score 45 points, I mean, that says a lot about your run game and your defense. Uh, I think they, I think Michigan's a big time. I mean, Notre Dame's a big time team with a, with a oh, little yeah. little time coach. Yeah, Brian, it's like Brian Kelly can't pull through in the games. In the games that matter, the big games. Yeah, a lot, Brian Kelly's gotten a lot of flack for not being able to win or. I ain't gonna say compete in big games because they compete, but not been able to win the big game. I think Harbaugh's coming around a little bit after that loss to Wisconsin. Right. 
Harbaugh's deal. People people are on Harbaugh though because he hadn't beat Ohio State yet. Yeah. So that's why people give Harbaugh a hard time. Yeah. I think you know once he breaks through and gets a win against them, I think they'll leave him alone and let him let him build. Because if you're Michigan, if you if you if you talk about firing Harbaugh, who are you gonna hire? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if you fire just just like everybody talking about firing coaches, if you fire somebody, you got to have a plan of who you're gonna hire. And are, are some candidates that you want to hire. If you don't, there's no sense in firing back, somebody yeah, and then, all right, let's one. start. Yeah, you back square one. Let's, let's fire our coach and then, all right, well, we got to figure out what we're going to do. And that's puts you behind the eight ball. So I just think you got to have a plan for that. And with Michigan, get, that was a big win for them, get a little heat off Harbaugh. But he's, he's got to keep winning too. So we'll see how Michigan plays out. And Notre Dame too, you know, Notre Dame played Georgia. Great at Georgia at, at Georgia. night, uh, and that's when that's why I really had a lot of respect for Notre Dame because not a lot of people can go in that that environment at night and play, you know, a yeah. solid game. So we'll, we'll see how both of those. I'm interested to see how both of those teams finish up the year. Um, all right, this next one is Kentucky and Missouri was a big shock to me. Uh, Kentucky smacked them 29 to seven. I'm gonna do that one last. It. Landon just pointed at the All South right. Carolina game. I, I'm going to save that one for last. Give you my right. thoughts on that All one. Right. Uh, but Kentucky and Missouri, 29 to seven, and uh, they played Lynn Bowden at quarterback the entire game. Missouri, uh, they. Uh, you can't they, quite put they, your finger on Missouri they, though. It's like they show up start the season and they just fell off, lose to Vanderbilt, lose to Kentucky. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with them because against South Carolina, they didn't. We gave them two touchdowns, obviously yeah. on defense, but. And their defense was really was good. They played a lot of press man coverage, and, uh, and they had the hundred yard pick six against South Carolina. Yeah, they had a hundred yard pick six, and then we had the one where we basically give them in the end zone. Yeah. But I mean, they they play hard on defense, man. They don't give up a whole lot of runs in the run game. But I don't think Bowden threw for any yards. I think he mostly ran. And uh, but but that, I was for them to only score seven on Kentucky. Uh, I, that that really shocked me because it was it's like you know Missouri was was started off the season so good and they were in the conversation for winning the East you know before they lost these two games and now you know like you said they lost to Vanderbilt and now they lost to Kentucky and people's you know looking at that going what, what happened there so Bowden Lynn Bowden only had 54 yards passing he only completed three balls the whole game, but he had 21 carries for 204 yards. So, I mean, yeah. Missouri not being able to stop the run there, and, and uh, that hurt them. So, Kentucky, they were up 22 nothing in the second quarter, and uh, they didn't score again until the fourth, but Missouri's only score came on a 74-yard touchdown pass uh, from Bryant to Tyler Batty, and that was their only score of the game. So, Bryant had 130 yards passing, and 74 of them came on one play. So, obviously, they're struggling a little bit offensively. I don't think Kelly Bryant's using his legs as much as I thought he would at Missouri either. I think he's trying to – I don't know if he's trying to, you know, make make a show and throwing the ball for the NFL or – but to me, he's not playing his game if he's not using his legs. What do you think? Oh, well, from what I can tell – he, I think he's trying to be like most SEC quarterbacks and 
be the throwing type. When yeah. He, when he could just bring his talents to show a different type of quarterback in the SEC, which might work out. Right. Uh, well, you get, to me, you got to play to your strengths. And his strength is his legs. Yeah. And then not saying he can't throw the ball, but he's – his, that's what that's what's going to help him he's throw a, the ball. He's a Lamar Jackson type. Yeah, and, and like look at Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I mean, he's balling out in the yeah. in the pros, and and he but he uses his skill set to you know benefit his game. Apart. Right. Yeah. So I think Bryant maybe not using his legs as much is probably hurting him because uh, see he only had eight carries for negative four yards. I mean, if you would tell me Kelly, I would have lost a lot of money betting. Because if you would have told me Kelly Bryant was going to have negative yards rushing in any game this season, I would have said, no, nah, that's bogus. You know, because I figure he's going to carry it 10 to 15 times. Pick up two, three yards at least. Right, at least, two, you know, they can run some design QB runs or him scrambling out of the pocket if something happens on a, on a pass that's not there. So that that was that's really shocking to me, uh, especially as good as Missouri played against us on defense. I, I got a lot of respect for Missouri's defense, so that was a shocker. All right, then obviously we're going to talk about Tennessee and South Carolina. Did you get to watch? You were at the dance though, so you didn't get to watch it. I watched. I watched some of. It. I flipped back and forth at the restaurant. Okay. Between South Carolina, and Tennessee, and Auburn, LSU. I got you. I, yeah, that's right. We started at four, so. South, I, South Carolina seems right now they're like one. Of, they're kind of like a. They seem like a kind of team you can't wrap your wrap your hand around for some reason. You can't quite. You can't quite figure them out. Uh, it's like you go to Georgia, get a big win. Yeah, and play great on defense. I mean, play great on defense. Play great against – I mean, play for most games, gave Ford all they wanted to. Yeah, yeah, and, and led the game. They led the game for three quarters. You know, in the fourth yeah. quarter with, with 13 minutes or however many minutes to go, we're up by three, you know. And, uh, man, you just can't quite put your finger on them. It's like Tennessee just comes – Tennessee been playing everybody Ten good. Tennessee's been playing hard now. They played Alabama hard. They played Georgia hard for a half. Georgia, Georgia just yeah. warmed down. But I mean, I just feel like we didn't match Tennessee's intensity, and they were playing at home in front of their crowd, and they were fired up. They had two veteran receivers, and they were like Callaway's Callaway. Crazy. Callaway's crazy. Him and Jawan Jennings, and uh, they were like you know our guys. Jawan Jennings has a history of doing. Yeah, when SEC teams in, he does caught a, caught a hail mary in the middle of six Georgia players in 2016. That's right, that's right. But them guys have played a lot of snaps too. Yeah, uh, Jawan Jennings and uh, Marquez Cal or Marquez Callaway played a lot of snaps, and then you know that was their guys. They were going to just like they march out there on the field first first possession, and everybody's wondering who they're going to play at quarterback, who they're going to play at quarterback. Well, Jawan Jennings is back there at quarterback. Yeah. So they snap it to him and give you a little quarterback run look first. Then they bring in uh, Shroud. Well, Shroud, you know, he's thrown ten balls all year. So you think? I mean, your odds are pretty good if uh, if you're a Gamecock fan. You're thinking, well, this guy ain't thrown but ten balls all year, or completed ten balls all year. They bring him in, and him and Garantano both looked, I mean, fantastic. They were throwing the ball down the field having one-on-one -on -one matchups, letting the receivers go make plays for them, which is what you got to do. Um, but I was, I was, man, I was let down by the way we performed because I thought, you know, for sure, I thought we were going to come out. I thought it would be a close game, but I thought, I definitely thought we would win. Uh, but Tennessee, give Tennessee credit, though. They they came out and played hard. That's another example of SEC. Yeah. You, you ain't really. 
Listen, you get hit in your mouth. You can come any any given day and lose to one of the bottom teams. One, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter. Anybody can be. And the beat. thing is, the SEC's, the SEC and the other one or two big conferences, they're the only ones. The ACC, you can show up if you're better than that team. You, you can find win. a way to beat them. Yeah. But, Even if you and, play your worst it, game. But the SEC, you play your worst game. Just look at Alabama, you know, Alabama and Tennessee. That's a great example. Yeah. You know, Alabama, uh, they come in, they play, you know, subpar to what they should play. Tennessee gives them all they want. Tennessee gives them all they want, you know what I mean? One yard away from a one-possession game. one-possession game. Yeah, so I I definitely agree with you on that. I mean, teams like Tennessee that are two two wins or whatever, two and whatever, they come in there and you're thinking, ah, it's an easy win. Well, not so much. I mean, because at the end of the day, Tennessee's got a top 20 recruiting class every yeah. year. So they got talent. Yeah. So, you know, when you got talent, even if you're a bad team, when you got talent, you got a chance. Yeah. So I, I think that's the difference. Uh, but I was really disappointed in how we played uh, offensively. I think uh, Halinski, he, he struggled to make I, throws. It's like he had to. Big game at Georgia got took out. Yeah, and, and then he started well at Georgia, and then he got hurt. And I think that probably hurt him some as far as getting reps at practice and not getting to finish and now that game. It's kind of like he's just like your average quarterback. Right, now. right. Yeah, he he did not look good uh, Saturday. He missed a lot of balls he should have hit on, and uh, and it wasn't like they were hard throws. You know, he missed some some throws that you got to hit to win ball games. Yeah. Uh, and, and as far as like how we start the game. I and mean, when we come out and start, hit Shy Smith for a 75-yard touchdown on the first play. And then after that, it's just like, it reminded me so much of uh, the Kentucky game whenever we hit Debo Samuel a couple years ago, hit Debo Samuel first play for a uh, RPO slant. He takes 75 yards for a touchdown, and we, then we pretty much don't really score again for ever. Uh, so I was disappointed by it, man. So we'll see how we bounce back against Vandy. Um, this week, but uh, it, it was disappointing, man, for sure. So we'll, we'll see what the Gamecocks can figure out. I'm hoping they can figure something out on. And, and then another thing to say about that, our depth still just ain't where it should be yeah. because our, our tackles, both of our offensive tackles, starters. I think I seen something. It says South Carolina had backup QB, backup offense tackle, backup running back. Yeah, both All backup both, tackles. Yeah. Both backup tackles. But see, I mean, backup running back is Feaster, so we, we're still good there. But yeah. as far as depth, now in football, you don't just run one running back the whole game. Yeah. you got a collection of most of the time two, maybe three. Yeah. Uh, but our top ha- back, our starting back was out. Then our left tackle got knocked out. Our right tackle was already out. And Tennessee's D-line was just having a field day, man. They, we could not what, block them. I think that's what helps us out uh, Georgia. Yeah, oh, yeah. We, we just got them. We can throw them in and out. Yeah, y'all got a whole lot of depth. Uh, so you got some older guys that's been in there, and then you got some younger guys that you can throw out there and give you good quality reps. Like we throw our two freshmen or our two young offensive tackles in there, and they just get smoked on the edge. And they can't block Daryl Taylor and, and them other guys on the D-line for Tennessee. So that, that definitely hurt us in the game. Uh, probably, probably to me that was the biggest – the biggest difference in the game was our offensive tackles uh, getting getting beat a lot in pass protection. Um, 
and then also giving up a special teams touchdown. That never is going to help you at all. So we'll see. We'll see how we bounce back. We got Vandy and App State and uh, A&M, A&M Clemson. and Clemson left. So we got some big games on there. Even even the game that you want to be a gimme game, App State. I think they lost last night. They got, but beat, they got beat by Georgia, Georgia Southern, Southern. I think. Yeah. So, but I mean, still they were a top twenty ranked team. So we'll see how we do against the remaining schedule. So hopefully we can get two of these wins, Vandy and App State, and then see what happens at A&M at night, and then got Clemson at home. So we'll see how it goes. We'll definitely be talking about them. One thing about the Gamecocks is there's always going to be some dramatic stuff going on. Yeah. So that's one thing you can uh, you can take to the bank. <laughs> All right, then the big game on the weekend, and you can help me out with this one. I didn't get to watch a whole lot of it because it was going on the same time as, as our game, was Auburn-LSU. And I'm a. I think Auburn's a really good team. They're one of those teams that um, that they they have to play such tough competition uh, that they're gonna have a couple losses and people kind of discount their um, their team. But I mean they're great. They got one of the best, probably one of the best, if not the best defense. Auburn's line. one of them two loss teams you can't put out of. Oh they, man, yeah, they, they're two losses. I mean they're most likely out of the playoff run, but they're but, also. Two two years ago, they slipped up, had two losses. They beat Georgia and Bama. Yeah, there they are, SEC championship sitting at number two with two right. losses. Yeah, it, and like I said, in the SEC West especially, you can't you can't take that. I mean, you lose to three by LSU, you know that doesn't say you're a bad team. It yeah. just says you lost to a good team. Uh, you can still be a good team and lose to a good team. Yeah. So. Uh, what about that game? Do you remember? I'm gonna pull up the stats for that one. But what about that game? You remember and uh, any any um, takeaways from from watching Auburn and LSU both? I think L I think LSU's offense. I think Burrow doing Burrow things still. Um, I think Auburn's defense though, with the big line Auburn's got pass rusher. Oh yeah. They put. I mean it. They kind of contained Joe Burrow. I mean, he didn't have – LSU got the win, but it was a close. It was a really yeah, close um, game. Burrow, uh, he threw for 321 and one touchdown, one pick. And then the uh, – I think this guy's a freshman. The Carson um, – what's his name? Hold on. I can't find his name now. Carson Edwards Hilaire, or no, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Yes. Yeah, is he, is he, no, he's a junior. He's a junior. But he uh, he had a big game against uh, Auburn, which is kind of shocking because you don't see Auburn giving up a whole lot of rushing yards. But he had 136 yards and a touchdown on 26 carries. Uh, and then Jamar Chase had 123 yards receiving. So, uh, just looking at scoring summary, it was kind of back and forth the whole game. So, you know, Auburn goes up 10-7. Then it's 10-10. Then Auburn goes up 13-10. Then LSU goes up 16-13. Then Burrow scores on a a rush, puts them up by 10. Auburn scores late in the game and makes it 20-23. So, I mean, it was a back-and-forth battle looking at the score, looking at some of the stats. Wasn't like one team just beat the heck out of the other team. But, uh, you know, LSU is definitely a whole lot different with Burrow back there. I know you're a big Bur- – you like Burrow. Yeah, I like Burrow, but I'm – that Bama-LSU game, I ain't going to like him. 
Yeah. I like Tua. Are you like Tua better like than Burrow? So if you could take one of them, you taking Tua or, taking or Tua. Burrow? You take Tua. I think I probably would too, even though um, Burrow's having a, probably a better year this year, and Tua's a little bit banged up. I think Tua, as far as his arm, as far as like being Tua ain't got nothing to worry about. He's got the best wide receiver core in the country. Right, right. But Tua, Tua, one thing about Tua is. He's gonna air it out, man. He he's not afraid to take shots. He's not afraid to take risks. And part, you know, he's gonna throw some picks because of that. But I mean, Tua, he he is uh, he to me, he's one of a kind. And I think he's gonna be a really good player in the, in the NFL. And uh, dude, what'd you say? You can say it. Clemson. What about Clemson? Uh, well, Boston I, College game. I figure we. I didn't sit on the well, paper. You will talk about it anyway, but. Uh, you know, it wasn't much of a game. Boston College got a great running back, A.J. Dillon, but that's about it. And uh, you can't show up with one man and try to beat Clemson. So, what you got? You got I'm going to let you share your thoughts on that game. You know my thoughts on them. So. I, I think it must must be nice <laughs> just to show up at your home field. Oh, yeah. It's like you're giving out free massages when these little small teams are hitting you. They give you free massages. <laughs> This week they got the standardized top rank Walford Terriers. Yeah, coming yeah. in the house. I think that's what's frustrating about them is because it's not that they're not good. We know we know they're good. It's just that they're not tested week in week out. I think matching Walford's intensity will be like me walking the streets of Main Street, Rich Hill, <laughs> and getting some top rated prospects. <laughs> off the farm. Oh my goodness! Oh well. I don't think the Terriers are gonna have nothing for them. Let's just say I that. I don't think so. I, th- I don't think so. I'll just leave. I'll just leave the community of Rich Hill alone. Don't even worry about recruiting. Yeah, yeah. Just leave them alone and uh, let let the Terriers take care of their business. their business. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Even though the, the the recruiting in Rich Hill might help them out a little bit, <laughs> but uh, we'll we'll see. I probably will not watch a snap of that game because I just don't care to watch it. But, uh, I, I think I'll be there. I think college game day should just show up to Clemson. Don't even worry about the top games. Yeah, just go just, watch just, them and walk. Just go to Clemson. Just yeah. go to Clemson. Yeah. Let Herb Street take pictures with two of his sons. <laughs> Herb Street. He he don't like Clemson, does he? Uh, <laughs> he don't like Georgia. I know that. Yeah. He well, he's got his favorites, but he, Kirk he tries to be non-biased, but it, it, I guess it's probably hard to be when you went to Ohio State and then your sons go to Clemson. So you obviously gonna favor those teams a little bit. So. But, yeah, Clemson and Wofford, uh, what a barn burner. And then Clemson and Boston College, I mean, it's just they ain't nobody – they ain't no match for them, man. I mean, you know, North Carolina gave them a fit. A&M wasn't what people thought. Those are their two best games on their schedule other than South Carolina, you know. So, they talk about how sorry we are. That's the but, big, biggest game left on yeah, the schedule. So we're one of the best teams on that on their schedule, I guess. You can so. go find their schedule somewhere to the bakery at the local smalls <laughs> and a pile of cupcakes. Yeah, yeah. It's frustrating, man. It's frustrating when you see you look at your schedule and you see uh you see Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, Alabama, Alabama, A and M. You look to at see theirs it. and you see NC State. Boston College, Wake, Wake cool. Forest, Wake, Wofford. top contender, Wake Forest. Yeah, so, but it is what it is, man. We in the SEC, so you hate to see it. You hate to see, <laughs> yeah, you hate to see that. But I mean, you, 
It's just the way it goes, man. Just the way it goes. And it's, you know, a lot of people get frustrated when you talk about Clemson's schedule, as and they take it as you're saying they're not good. Nah, they're good. Clemson good. They're a dang good team. They're a dang good program. And, you know, it's just the, it, people are frustrated and a little fatigue of them not being tested week in, week out. But there ain't nothing they can do about it. Yeah. So, we'll uh, – We'll see, I guess, what they really got when they get to the playoffs. And because uh, they'll definitely be in the playoffs. I mean, yeah. they're not going to yeah. lose. I don't see them losing definitely anybody uh, in there. I wouldn't put ACC. it past William Bryce. Yeah, well, uh, man, I hope you're right. I ain't going to go that far, but I'm, I hope you're right because uh, that would be. Playoff hoops. Yeah, that would be interesting, though, because, you know, even if Sacramento did somehow beat them, they would still win the ACC and they'd still be a one-loss ACC champion. So I wonder if they would put them in. I say get them out there. Like <laughs> I know Steve Spurrier telling us time for Carolina football. <laughs> they need to play that video on the V screen before we play them that day. That would be amazing. Yeah, that would be amazing. All right, well, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to move into this week's games and we're going to talk about them and then we're going to do our picks. So I'm going to do the points where we're going to start keeping up with our picks for each week. And then the next week we'll come back and we'll we'll see what our record was. All right, so first one, um, Kansas and Kansas State. I know Kansas State coming off a big win, and then Kansas with less miles has been greatly improved. Kansas State is given six points. So you want Kansas in the points, or do you want uh, Kansas State giving up the points? I'm going to take Kansas State. You're going to take K-State. All right. Got you, and I'm gonna take K State too. I think you show what you got against Oklahoma, you get respect. Yeah, I, I think I don't know if Kansas is gonna be able to stop that run game. So we we both taking Kansas State minus the points. All right, so K State minus six. All right, uh, anything else you want to say about that game? Not much. Just see how Kansas State keeps rolling. See if yeah, see if they, they can follow. Forward. Don't have a letdown after a big win. It's always interesting to see that. All right, next one. This is a sneaky good game. Utah and Washington. Washington with the old quarterback, Jacob Eason from, from Georgia, and then Utah uh, having a real good year. They're ranked in the top 25 also. Utah they're minus actually, they're three. Like, they're actually top 10 ninth. Are they? Are they ninth? Utah's yeah. Ninth. I knew they were top yeah. in the top 20, but I wasn't sure they were in the top 10. I think I'm going to take Utah. Utah minus three, so they got to win by three. Uh, Four. Three or, three or more. Yeah. So you're going to take Utah minus I'm, three? I think I'm going to go Utah. All right, Utah. And I'm going to take Utah also. All right, I think Utah's really good. They got uh, – one thing about Utah, they always play hard. Uh, they get after it. So, I think that, that makes a huge difference in football. I say it all the time to, to when I'm coaching high school ball or when, we, when I'm talking about football with my friends. Playing hard makes such a huge difference. Like, if you just play hard, you give yourself a chance to win against a lot of people. Uh, next one, this is a good, a good matchup. Um, Oregon and USC. USC, I know their quarterback got hurt early in the year. Uh, Oregon's got a Justin Herbert, big-time quarterback, that's going to be uh, getting drafted next year. Should Could have got drafted last year, decided to stay for a senior year. Oregon, USC, Oregon's given four and a half. So Oregon's got to win by five or more. I'm going Oregon on this one, too. You're going Oregon. Part of me wants to take USC, but the way Oregon played against Auburn, I got a lot of respect for Auburn, and the way Oregon played Auburn uh, is why I'm going to pick Oregon. Uh, minus the points. All right, next one, Virginia Tech and Notre Dame. So, Notre Dame coming off a bad performance 
at Michigan, a terrible performance at Michigan. They're a 17 and a half point favorite still, Notre Dame is, to Virginia Tech. So you want Notre Dame minus 17 and a half, or you want Virginia Tech plus 17 and a half? I don't see. So Notre Dame's got to win by 18. Now they could, because Virginia Tech had had some, has laid some eggs this year, but then Virginia Tech has also beaten North Carolina and played some other games pretty good. I think I don't see Notre Dame winning by another eight to 17 half. I think I'm going to take Virginia Tech. I'm taking VT, too. I was about to say the same thing. I said, I see Notre Dame winning the game, but I don't think it's going to be by 18 points. So, I'm going to take Virginia Tech also. All right, next one, uh, NC State, Wake Forest. Wake Forest is given seven and a half. So, Wake Forest has got to win by more than a touchdown. they got to win by eight or more. I think I'll take Wake. You're going to take Wake? Yeah. Man, we're going to be the same on all these. I'm taking Wake, too. I think Wake's defense uh, and NC State, they for the first time in a while, NC State doesn't have a veteran quarterback. It seems like NC State always has a decent quarterback. Uh, last year or the past few years, they have Finley, uh, and he was he kind of kept them in games. And NC State, you know, they had some good talent in the previous years. Uh, I thought the year South Carolina beat them in the first game, and the year they gave Clemson a fit, they had some good players. Man, they had Hines. They said with Indianapolis Colts now. They had Jalen Samuels with the Pittsburgh Steelers. They had Finley. They had uh, Chubb, Bradley Chubb. I mean, they had some, some NFL talent on that team. So, uh, NC State definitely uh, uh, not as good as they normally are. But we'll, we'll see how that one goes. Uh, so, we're both taking – you're taking Wake on that one too. Yes, sir. All right, Auburn and Ole Miss. Auburn's favored giving up 19 and a half. So, they got to win by 20. I got Auburn. You got Auburn. All right, I'm going to go the opposite on you. I'm going to go Ole Miss on this one. I'm going to take Ole Miss covering the spread. I don't think Auburn's going to lose, but I think Ole Miss is going to not lose by 20. So, we'll see what happens with that one. I'm just going to go out on a limb on that one. You got anything? I think Auburn probably bounces back and wins. So. I think Auburn. You play LSU like that at LSU. Yeah. You yeah. might can handle Ole Miss. Okay, South Carolina and Vandy. Now, this is a shocking spread. We're coming off a terrible game um, at Tennessee. We come back home against Vandy, who has just beaten Missouri. Kind of got back rolling a little bit with that win. Uh, and South Carolina's favored by 15 points. I so, they got a win by I think 15 I or see, more. I think I can see South Carolina winning, but it ain't by – I can see us winning maybe 13, 14, but I don't, I don't know. But here's what I'm gonna do: I'm gonna go opposite of you. So if you go, if you take, you taking Vandy in the points. All right, you taking Vandy in the points, and I'm gonna go SC giving the points. Okay. All right, and we in the the big game of the week. We in the main event. We in the main event. That's why I say this for last because I know you're gonna talk about it, and I got a couple things to add to Georgia, Florida, the. Uh, greatest cocktail party on earth in Jacksonville, Florida this weekend. I always look forward to watching it. Georgia is favored by six and a half. So I want you to first let's let's talk about the game a little bit and then we'll do our picks at the end. So what's your what's your thoughts initially on Georgia, Florida? I think Dan Mullen is gonna come in. He's got Zaniga and Grenard back. Like I say, congratulations, Princess. You got your returners. Georgia's got 1,600 pounds of blocking, buddy. Yeah. It don't they, work like that. Yeah. They, I think the, getting those guys back is interesting because we'll have to see how healthy they are because 
Grenard uh, and uh, Zuniga are studs, you know, but if they're not healthy, how much are they really going to help you? They, got, they also got Kadarius Tony back on offense. And that's what I was going to say, too. Kadarius Tony, and not a lot of people know about him because Florida didn't have a great year throwing the ball last year, and he got hurt in the first game. But he scored their first touchdown of the year this year against Miami. He is their best offensive player by far. Um, and with Trask in there throwing, he's, in my opinion, Trask is way better than Franks. Um, so I think if Kadarius Tony is fully healthy, I think he's definitely going to uh, play a huge role in that I game. I say let Kadarius Tony get the ball and let J.R. Reed just connect his nose to his ear. <laughs> think J.R. Reed going to stick him? J.R. Reed going to let him have it. We'll, we'll see. Uh, but, I mean, this is an interesting game, man, because you look at Florida, and Florida has gotten some wins in some games that you're – you know, they got some people hurt. And they win like, I don't know how they're going to win these games, but but they end up winning. Uh, their only losses to LSU, LSU. And played LSU And played LSU great. And then they got people hurt in that. They didn't have Kadarius Tony. They didn't have uh, Zuniga for most of the game. Uh, so, Florida's Florida's impressive, man. Uh, as much as I really don't care for Dan Mullen, I think he's kind of a weird, quirky type guy, and he's kind of aggravating to me. But he, he's a great coach. He's a good offensive mind. He's a good play caller. And uh, Trask has been, you know, to me, what's making them go. Uh, don't want to say, you know, you don't want to see anybody get hurt, but I think Frank's getting hurt might have been a blessing in disguise for them. I think Franks is not as polished as a passer as Trask is. Uh, and Trask is a big dude, man. He's got strong arm. Florida's got good receivers, good uh, weapons on offense. And, and Trask has done a good job of, of spreading it around. So uh, that's my thoughts on Florida. And then Georgia, obviously, they got three great backs. Uh, they got a big offensive line that can move you off the line of scrimmage. I think and they you give got it to Swift, you give it to Herring. Yeah. Don't even yeah. worry about it. Next play. Georgia definitely needs to come out and establish the run first and then go from there. I think they, it's going to help us. Georgia got our best receiver back this weekend, Lawrence Kaiser. Uh, yeah, I yeah. Because I mean, with, that, with that young group of receivers, you got to have We a, got – but we also – we said good. We got our young receivers. They're still learning, but they're talented. George Pickens. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. They're young. They're talented. And they're going – that's what, one thing about young guys. They're going to get better as the season goes on. So, we'll see how that they perform. That, I'm interested to see Georgia receivers versus Florida uh, defensive backs because Florida's got good defensive backs. I think Jake Fromm's going to have to tighten the switch up a little bit. He's, yeah. I've been concerned with him. He had three picks against South Carolina, 35 passing yards against Kentucky. Yeah, well, I, I don't really take – the Kentucky game with all the rain and stuff, I don't really take much away from it. That's why I'm not really worried about – Worried about that for Georgia. I think Georgia's this this game right here is going to define how Georgia does the rest of the year. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll see about that one. But the matchups are, are what I like to watch, and I want to see Georgia's receivers on Florida's DBs because Florida's got some good corners, uh, strong safety play, and I want to see how Florida's linebackers. Because I was impressed with Florida's linebackers. They're loaded. They got David Reese, David Reese, and Miller, and uh, and Miller and uh, what. Was it Miller or Carter? Miller Jr. or it's, Miller Sr. or something like that? It's Number 50, he's 51. 51. 51, yeah. Man, those two guys fly to the ball. 
And uh, I'm interested to watch them in the run game and see if they can make plays uh, in the run game against Georgia. But if Georgia's big offensive line can get up on the second level, block and just get in those guys' way and don't allow them to run downhill and make tackles, I think that Georgia um, definitely will have the advantage. There. I had I had to wear my shirt today, 13-time SEC champion. Just yeah, let yeah. Florida know in 2017 who owned them. Yeah, that's right. Five touchdown defeat. Yeah, I see. You always got your Georgia gear on. That's nothing new for you, though. So, we'll uh, we'll see how it goes and see how I'm interested. See how Fromm plays too. Uh, see how Fromm plays, and then. Uh, you know, it's just a great – it's going to be a great game, I think, all around. If it tells so, you anything, the two baseball programs are actually playing an exhibition game in, on the baseball grounds tonight. Oh, really? Tonight? Tonight. That'd be, that's it's, good. It's one of – they're doing like a rivalry baseball game. Okay. To, to get the crowd into is it. Is it going to be like a thing they do every year? They're trying it for the first year tonight. So okay. Well, that's, that's pretty neat. They're going to try to get the fans into it. Try to get it. everybody fired up. Yeah. yeah. That's good. That's good. Well, I know, you know, in the, in the past, you know, when Florida wasn't very good – and Georgia was pretty good. There, the game didn't hold as much weight, but you know, Florida being good and Georgia being good, it's good for the conference, good for the SEC East. Uh, I know both of our teams are in the SEC East, and a lot of times the SEC West um, gets all, all the, you know, talk, Fame. gets all the hype, and uh, people kind of forget about the East. But the East got some good teams this year. Uh, they got some good teams, and uh, even when your record doesn't show it, you know, I, I think, you know. Tennessee, even though they're three and whatever, South Carolina's three and whatever, I think those are two solid football teams. Uh, they're just not as deep as some others. Uh, but then you got Georgia and Florida up at the top. Uh, I think Missouri's not terrible. They're just having a tough time right now. And then uh, I, I know I won't be able to sit down tomorrow. I'll yeah. be anxious and nervous. Yeah. I can tell you that. Yeah, it'll it'll be fun, man. You always look forward to games like that, though. You know what I mean? Those big games the day before, the day or a little bit of time before, you always look forward to it. Uh, I know I do. I, I get. I get. Uh, I love having a having a big game to look forward to, rather than having somebody that you know is going to kill you or you know that's going you're going to kill. So it's always fun. So I'm guessing you're going to take Georgia winning by a touchdown or more, or are you taking Florida plus the points. Florida. I wouldn't take Florida. They was playing University of Phoenix online football team. <laughs> You pick University of Phoenix. I can't stand Florida. If their 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 campus burned down, I wouldn't feel sorry for them a bit. Man, I can't stand them. That is tough, Lando. I am a Georgia Bulldog. It All ain't right. changing. Six and a half. They can times that by three. That ain't enough. <laughs> well, you you gonna disagree with me here? I'm taking Florida. I think Georgia wins by a field goal. So I'm gonna take Florida. My or plus six and a half. So I think Georgia still wins. But I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be close. And uh, I can't wait to watch to it, damn this, one. this ain't Gator Bait Princess. You're dog food. This <laughs> is uh, – now, this is a 3.30 game, right? 3.30. So, we, I'll, be, this, I'll be able to sit down and watch that full game and then still be able to watch South Carolina game later in the night. So, I'm excited about that. I, I love whatever the big SEC games are for the week. Man, I love I just love this, watching it. You this know what is I mean? crucial. I mean, I won't be able to. I ain't gonna be able to do nothing more. I won't. I probably won't be worth crap working in the morning. I'm <laughs> yeah. so nervous. Y'all about come that game. down to 521 Field Station in the morning and see Landon down at the uh, down at 521 Field Station. He can get uh, help clean off your table and you can talk a little trash to him about Florida and Georgia. <laughs> so y'all come give him a shout out. Uh, but 
that's pretty much all we got. Recap of, of last week and then do our picks for this week. Then next week we'll um, come on and see what our record was, go through the picks and uh, look at the games in the next week. Might we not. Next week I might not want one None of them, but I know I'm going to win number eight. <laughs> so you feel pretty confident on number eight. I'm huh? going dogs all the way. Dogs all the way. I don't, we'll, we'll see how – I'm really, really excited to watch it. So we'll see how it goes. You got anything else to add before, before we get on? We're going to sick them. Sick them, dogs. Sick, sick em. Em, huh? Hey, one thing you got to remember too now. Big game tonight too. AJ High School versus Lee Central. If you're listening to this before the game, I'm going to try to get it loaded today. So – Come out I'm, support. I'm balls. gonna give a quick preview on that one. We're we're hot so hot about that event. We're having a student tailgating event. Are you really? Five so thirty. Oh man, students are tailgating today. Five thirty. That's awesome, man. Cornhole, chicken y'all, strips. Y'all bringing? Everybody's bringing food, or we're gonna call in order five twenty one. Get some about twelve chicken strips, raw fried platters. Oh, that's good, man. We're going – we ready. We got the tents. We got some cornhole boards. That's good. That's good. That's – you know, that that's what makes A.J. great, man, because everybody gets into the game and, so and senior up. Senior night. Senior night. A big chance. Game. So, that's good, man. I'm proud of you all for, for keeping with that student section and, and getting all that stuff we organized. Going, we actually our, – our theme got reversed tonight. We got overruled. We wanted to – we did a poll. We, we had it at Jersey night. Yeah. But we have been getting requested a wide out. So is that what we're doing? White so out tonight. White out tonight. All right, I might have to wear my. I might have to pull out my white shirt on the sideline. We're then. going to. We're going white out. We're going to get them stallions all they want. Yeah, I hope so, man. Cause we, we're playing for a home playoff game tonight. So we win tonight, we get a two seed at the home playoff. We're going to be loud. You better bring your headphones if you coming. <laughs> all right, you heard it here first from my man Landon Jordan. Come out tonight uh, in Jackson High School, and uh, check us out against the uh, Lee Central Stallions playing for a home playoff game. So, you know, that's a, that's a big deal around here. So everybody come out and support. And uh, thank you for joining us on Schoolhouse Scallywags Podcast, Extra Point Edition. Landon, appreciate you coming on, buddy. Yes, we'll, sir. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Y'all have a good one. Oh!